praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I pray that the Lord has been a blessing to you like he's been a blessing to me. And I thank God for keeping you alive. I'd like to start by asking you a couple of questions. What would you do if you were told that your daughter is dead? What would you do if you got a report that your loved one is at the point of death? What would you do knowing that the only precious person you have in this world is on a dying bed? What would you do when you have received news that there is no hope? What would you do? You may not know your reaction, but I know God's reaction. You may not know how to respond when a door just shut in front of you. You may not know how to respond to the saddest news you've had all through the year. You may not know how to react to it. But I surely know how the Lord will answer you. Mark chapter 5 and verse 21. The ruler of the synagogue had gone to the Lord earlier. And begged him. Verse 36, please. Same chapter, verse 36. And he had gone there and begged him and said, Lord, come quick. Have mercy. My child is dying. Please come now. I said, Please come now. Because if you don't come, my child will die. Now, while he was still with Jesus, because there were so many people, he gets a report, a bad report. And the report said very clearly, verse 35, please. Let's get the report. Now, while he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house. And who said, listen to the words he said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any farther? Says while he was still presenting his case, the report comes that your child is dead. It's a real life situation. You have gone to the Lord to intercede for him. You have been interceding with the Lord. <laughs> 
and you've been waiting on the Lord to come now while you're still on your knees the report comes and it says your daughter is dead why do you trouble the teacher because the child is dead like I said while I may not know your reaction I know the Lord's reaction and the next verse, verse 36 it says and as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken and he said to the ruler of the synagogue do not be afraid only believe a report has come your daughter is dead but Jesus hears it and he says he doesn't say oh sorry I'm sorry I should have come earlier but he says do not be afraid only believe a daughter is dead and you are telling the man that don't be don't be in other words the Lord is saying it doesn't matter yes the reporters come yes you've had it you've had it well the reporters come it is negative it is bad yes I have had it too but don't believe them don't be afraid don't be don't be but a child is dead fact the child is dead and the Lord is not saying no 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 the child is not dead the Lord has had the word and yes he knows the child is dead but the Lord says do not be afraid and he says only believe but how do you tell a man that just lost his child to believe how do you tell a person who has never come face to face with a miracle that only believe how do you draw out a person who has never experienced a miracle in their lives they've never seen it and you're telling them that don't consider your loss but only believe daughter is dead and yes the ruler of the synagogue went to the Lord just like you have to intercede to pray that this child does not die but the very thing he was afraid of happened to him and yet here is the Lord he doesn't say oh I'm sorry Oh, I'm really sorry I should have come earlier. The Lord says, Don't be afraid. Only believe. Have you put yourself in that position where you have lost the only person you love, the only thing you have, the only place you hope was, 
and you go to the Lord and you're broken and you're complete you're finished you see your hope go you see your strength you see everything go through the window the only thing you cared for in this world lies dead in your living room and everyone knows it's dead and yet you go to the Lord and the Lord's answer the same answer he gave to the ruler of the synagogue is that do not be afraid only believe but how do we arrive to that position of choosing to believe now big should this faith be when we are facing our darkest moment how big should this faith be should it be quantifiable and this is real a child is dead the child is in the living room yes there is a body it's of your child the only child you have your loved one and yet the Lord says do not be afraid a child is dead and your friend tells you don't trouble the Lord anymore let's prepare for burial it's no more someone passes on the most natural thing to do is to buy a coffin make funeral arrangements be careful you could bury a miracle it's the most natural thing but while he was still speaking someone came and said your daughter is dead your daughter is dead what will you do the news has come your daughter is dead will you make plans for burial will you begin collecting money for condolence will you look for plan b are you going to look for money to transport that body your child is dead and you go to the lord in prayer and instead the lord says do not be afraid only believe the door closes and you accept it and you say it is fine it is the lord's will but the child is dead in the living room and they say to him your child is dead why do you trouble the teacher and how many of you have had that same story almost all your life and they say we are sorry we cannot give you the job anymore we are sorry the money we thought we were going to give you it was never approved we are sorry we have to cancel your contract we are sorry you have to leave the building we are sorry you have to leave the house but you have been praying and instead of the answer coming you will get the worst 
and yet the Lord still hears that conversation while they say to you do not trouble the Lord anymore why do you pray why would you keep praying and the child is dead why would you keep praying and the door is closed why would you keep praying and the bank said no why would you keep praying why would you keep praying and yet the Lord had for the Bible says that as soon as Jesus had as soon as Jesus had and he said do not be afraid only believe he said don't be afraid he said don't be afraid but the child is dead and the Lord says don't be afraid the child is dead and yes there is a body it's in the living room and yes you've got a report is from your family is from your friends is from your workmates that yes it is dead leave the Lord alone leave the Lord alone and the Lord hears it and the Lord says and the Lord says do not be afraid only believe and yes he's aware he's very much aware now that you could be seated here and you're watching us but something is dead right now and he knows that he knows that it could be a womb and it's dead and the doctors say there is no way it's impossible there is no way you can ever give birth to a child no it's impossible it's not possible and they've said to you your your sperm count is low you cannot have a child it's impossible no it's not possible that's what they're saying it could be that you don't qualify and they say no there is just absolutely no way and you even hear the reports from your friends and they say no you don't qualify you don't qualify you don't qualify you don't qualify this requires certain years of experience you as a person do not qualify and the Lord had them yes the Lord had them and they said to you you're not good enough have you had that story you're not good enough we know we are, we are sorry we cannot take you no we, we are sorry we cannot take you and the Lord had the word that was spoken I want you to know that yes the Lord has had the word that has been spoken but the answer to you tonight if you choose to believe it and the Lord says to you do not be afraid only believe you think he's not heard that you think the Lord has not heard when you get the bad news that the child is dead You think the Lord has not heard what the doctor said? That you cannot be healed, that the cancer has eaten up everything in your body? Don't you think the Lord has heard that? But the daughter of the ruler of the synagogue was dead. You are not yet dead. But a child is dead. And yet the Lord says, Do not be afraid. The Lord says, don't be afraid. But a child is dead. A 
and you have the report. You have the death certificate with you. You have it with you. You have received the email. It's in your inbox. And they've said to you, it's over. And you've heard the report. And yet the Lord has heard the word that was spoken to you. And the Lord says, do not be afraid. Only believe. But how do we bring ourselves to the point of believing the Lord? When the child is dead in the living room and everybody else outside is laughing. do you bring yourself to that point of believing him when everybody else is laughing outside and they're mourning and they're mocking and they're saying it is over the child is dead and yes you have a child but the child is dead how much faith exactly is required just how much faith is required to believe the Lord and not be afraid because whether you like it or you don't like it the most natural reaction when you hear bad news is fear but just how much faith was the Lord talking about when he said do not be afraid only believe but why would the Lord say don't be afraid why would the Lord be saying only believe and the answer is simple Romans 11 6 And it says for it is impossible to please God without faith Romans please Hebrews 11 Hebrews 11 6 please sorry but without faith it is impossible to please him dead and yet God still has a requirement and the requirement the Lord has is that you believe but a child is dead my job is gone my body is rotting away with sickness and yet God still has the requirement that you there is a body yes you've been terminated yes you've been persecuted yes you're wrongfully charged and you're in prison yes you have fled your home and yes you've been rejected yes everyone has turned their back possibly and yes you have failed 
countless times than you can remember. And yet, that even in the middle of your impossible situation, God still has the requirement that you should have faith. That even if the walls around you seem so high that you cannot even climb through, that even in the middle of the depths of the beneath the rivers, God still has a requirement that you will believe Him. Even when a body lies in the living room, a body lies in the living room, and yes, you just got a rejection, but God still expects that you will believe. But just how much faith is God talking about? How do you ask me to believe? And there is a board in the living room. But that's God's standard. That you will believe and not be afraid even when there is a body and the body of your child is in the living room. But how much faith is required to just get the attention of the Lord? How much faith? How much faith does it take to get the Lord God Almighty to intervene just how much faith you'll be surprised Luke 17 6 please and the Lord say that if you have faith as a mustard seed he said, if you have but faith as little as a mustard seed. He did not say, you need to have faith as big as a mountain. He said, if you will only have faith as little as a mustard seed. He said, it is only when you have got a faith as little as a mustard seed that you can be able to say, to this tree be pulled up by the root and be planted into the sea and it will obey it is only when you have got faith as little as a mustard seed that you are able to say rise up from the dead and yes the dead will rise If only the faith was as little as a mustard seed. I have never seen a mustard seed. But I have seen a millet seed. So allow me to use a millet seed as an example. That if you will have faith as tiny and as little as a millet seed. A millet seed is so little, it's ignorable. When you put it in your pocket, you will never feel its weight. You won't even know it's there. 
you will never know it's there you will not even be able to hold it with your hand with your full-size hand because it can disappear right beneath your nails it's that little and yet god says with something as little as that then you can tell a whole tree that has taken years to grow that you will rise up and you will throw yourself in the sea and the lord says it shall obey you without question and now there's a body in the living room but god still has a condition and the lord says that yes there is a body i can see it yes i'm not blind i can see the body yes there is a body yes i can see it and yes i hear the mourners outside i hear the mockers i hear the laughter and i hear the ridicule yes i have seen and i have heard yes i have heard them but where is my faith as little as a millet seed where is it so be certain that in the middle of your chaos in the middle of your storm god is not looking for how big the mountain is god is not looking at how old the tree is god is not looking at the dead body in the living room god is not seeing the doors that have been shut god is not seeing those emails you're afraid of opening god is not seeing the doctor's report but god is looking for where is my mustard seed where is my faith the faith that believes that I can do the impossible. The faith that believes that God is the great I am. The faith that believes that He does all things. The faith that believes that He controls all things. The faith that believes that He is the everlasting God. The faith that believes that He is the beginning and the end. The faith that believes that He is the creator of everything. The faith that believes that with God nothing is impossible. The faith that believes that He is the Almighty God. The faith that believes that He is on the throne. The faith that believes that he call a thing that are not to be as if they are. The faith that believes that he can give you a child at a hundred. The faith that believes that he opened wombs that have been closed. Child of God. A body is in the living room. And yes, the Lord has seen the body. But the Lord is not concerned about the body. Because the Lord knows that if you will only possess faith as little as a mustard seed, it will not be a body again, but a testimony. And the Lord knows that. But the Lord is trusting for the mustard seed faith. But why does, why does the Lord equate that faith to a mustard seed? And I'll tell you why. It is because it is so little, it doesn't take any effort. It doesn't take any power. It doesn't take any strength. It is so little, so ignorable, and yet extremely powerful. If you only have faith, as little as a mustard seed, But how do I get to that point of having faith just as little, as little as a mustard seed? And how do you tell that you have got faith as little as a mustard seed that it can move a mountain? How do you know that? 
And I'll tell you, 